you're having a dinner party. It's last mm-hmm. minute. You've realized the cocktail I'm making. This this happens to Bobby all the time. The specialty cocktail that Josh is making. We're missing an item. We're missing a piece. And it can't be. Su- There's no substitutes. We have to go yeah. to the liquor store. But we don't we have, have time. We have to get this particular vermouth or amaro. But we can't leave because the oven's on. What are you going to do? What's the solution? What would you do? DoorDash. Because I know that I can get local restaurants, local stores, local establishments and get it to my apartment in no time. If you're looking to celebrate with some special drinks, here's to alcohol delivers with DoorDash. Getting ready to host, looking to celebrate a special night in, what about a bottle of wine to pair with dinner or some beer to go with your chips and dip? No matter the occasion, if drinks are called for, DoorDash has you covered. And then you know what? You tip right within the app. They get 100% of the tip. You got to tip your DoorDash drivers always. So save up to 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code WHO24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Term supply must be 21 plus to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Delivery and promotions available only in select markets. You will drain it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a tweet from Garrick Schleicht. Schleicht. Schle- I'm trying to do this as German yeah, as yeah, I yeah, can. I got Schleicht. It, I, got I got Okay, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. James Charles making these kids film apology videos as a mini challenge on his YouTube show is dot, 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 the most devastatingly on-the-nose piece of 2020 content thus far. Here's the clip. On each of your workstations, you will open up a compact, and I have randomly assigned each one of you a minor scandal. You guys are going to have 15 minutes to run anywhere you want on set and to film a one-minute, no-editing apology video. This is... I never thought I would say this, but definitely my favorite thing James Charles has ever done. I know, me too. Not that there was really much in the running, but... No, they're right. The competition was actually nothing, but but it's shot to the top. (laughs) He did well here. You did good, James Charles. I just love the concept of making these people apologize for stuff they haven't done, which really adds to the idea of the apology, which is that you don't think you did anything. Right? Right. It's like double deep in a way. These are the most minor scandals as well. Like none of them are like, oh, a photo of them was found in blackface. Like it was like... Right. None of them are things that James Charles has done himself, which are like None of them are truly problematic. (laughs) Yeah. So the four that they had, that these four contestants had to fake apologize for were overdoing clickbait titles to get views. I got to say, I love the little the little minor details of this show. This is the compact challenge. Mm-hmm. And they have to open up a compact to reveal what their apology is for. And the compact has a ring light in it. It's just like all very well thought out. Gorgeous. Um, anyway. Overdoing clickbait titles to get views, missed your meet and greet, which is very, which is very funny. Caught over editing your photos and monetized an an apology video. Well, that last one is an offense that I've seen the somebody apologize. Right, because that was the one that happened to what's her face when she made like the, the fake crying Tati. one. No, the other girl when she got in a fight with the makeup, the makeup. Oh yeah, because Tati didn't. No. But remember, further, her apology video, further right. back, that other crying makeup lady, she got in a fight with some other makeup people and she made a, mon- a video. Everybody was like, this is fake crying if I've ever seen it. And she monetized that video. You all who have supported me for so many years and know that I'm better than that person. 
YouTube history really is where my brain turns to mush. Yeah, we I'll get a lot of calls it. about YouTube, and it's like I agree that these people are who's, and I agree that they get. I mean, this episode of the Josh Charles, James Charles, James Charles video <laughs> has over eight million views already. Like this yeah. is a highly watched show. And I'm not even putting air quotes around show because this looks like something I would see on Bravo. Like it, right. the, the production values are high on this show, but like it's too much. It's it's too much for for me personally. I think for you too. You watched it. There's two. I, I watched it. I watched it up until I realized that the the actual elimination challenge was not apology related. It was about how to make a. Um, I mean, they are teaching these people skills, like life lessons, if I'm being honest, how to make a collaboration video. So mm-hmm. they had an actual famous YouTubers. Each of them was paired with an actual famous YouTuber and they had to like make a fake collaboration video. All right, you guys. Well, I am so proud of all of you for taking these scandals head on. Hopefully this will not be training for the future. But if it is now, you know exactly what to do. I'm pretty sure that you would all make it out of these uncanceled and alive. So congratulations to you guys. James, I almost called him Josh Charles, too. That shows our own, uh, no, our own that's yeah. our own age bias, which is a problem. But the thing with him is that he has done things that are genuinely shitty and deserve apologies. But this kind of mm-hmm. just implies, like, never been sorry for them, doesn't learn from <laughs> anything, doesn't give a shit, thinks it's hilarious, and now, like, spinning it into a joke, which, like, you half have to admire, but then half to have to look back and be like, wow, you're, like, truly evil. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I don't see any of these fake apologies in the realm of, like, dragged Finn Wittrock on Twitter while texting during their movie on opening (laughs) night or something. Remember that? Wasn't that him? It wasn't Finn Wittrock. It was, um... It was James Charles was was making fun of Finn Wittrock or something. It wasn't Finn Witch. Where did you get Finn Wittrock? Finn Wolfhard. Sorry, there are two hooey Finns. I'm sorry for confusing the two Finns. He was mocking like a child actor and then (laughs) at the premiere of his movie. It wasn't even at the premiere. He was just at a... uh, he was just at a screening of it and was texting during it. And Finn Wolfhard, excuse me, that I got dorsal and I don't know, sure, single but, Finn. But Finn Wittrock confused. to be the thing you remember is pretty funny. Yeah, I know. Okay. But he was texting during the movie. Finn got mad at him. And then James had to release a crying apology video in the backseat of an Uber, I believe. Right. because And that was even funnier because that apology video was overdoing it for the actual offense. So that was mm-hmm. like yeah. he over he he was so embarrassed that that it came out almost too apology and you were like yeah. whoa 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 you didn't really even do anything that 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 wrong and you've done stuff wrong and not even given it this type of apology before mm-hmm. and yet mm-hmm. here you are sobbing about texting during a Finn Wolfhart <laughs> Wolf- Wolfhard not Wittrock no it's Wolf it's not Wolfhard dorsal not pectoral <laughs> Wolfhard. That's Wolfhard. It. Is Wolfhard? It's Finn Wolfhard? God. Finn Wolfhard. He is the Wolfhard. Stranger Things child. One of Finn them. Finn Wolf. Finn Wolfhard. Child. Maybe he's Stranger Things child. God, my brain yeah, is he's... like melting out of my ears if you say Finn Wolfhard <laughs> one more time. Thank you. Mine is too. My brain started melting out of my ears when we got this email in the Who Weekly inbox. Breaking news. David Dobrik becomes the highest valued internet influencer according to DeMarie Analytics. Which is a business Lindsay started, I guess. The data from our portfolio of analyzed content creators like David tells a story of continued consistency during this time of quarantine, says D. Marie <laughs> Analytics CEO Frank Spotafora. <laughs> I thought it couldn't get weirder. And then Frank Sp- CEO Frank Spotafora of D. Marie Elite. <laughs> 
He named it after his ma. <laughs> Happy Mother's you know. Day, ma. I named my analytics company after you. It's D. It's D apostrophe Marie. Apostrophe like De Marie. Marie. Like of Marie. Good job, David Dobrik. Congratulations, David How Dobrik. are you? How was your weekend? Vibe check? Pretty know. good. Fine. Feel decent today. Waking up yeah. at least. Uh, feel decent? Oh, I mean, feel as... God, sorry. Oh my God. Feel as good as I'm going to feel, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to watch Westworld last night. So nice. Like, oh, felt so nice about that. What best. a relaxing Sunday I had. I watched Titanic instead. Oh. Amazing. <laughs> It was amazing. All of Titanic. It was great. I know. You made the big lasagna and you watched the big movie. I did. That's exactly, About the big boat. That's exactly what I did. <laughs> and the big lasagna was, which I made late because I didn't have everything in time. Amazing. It was amazing. Of course it was I amazing. Lasagna is amazing. You could some. throw me any lasagna recipe in the world it would be amazing as long as there are layers of lasagna sheets and, I know, you know I feel like the thing about the big lasagna which I'm would be thrilled to make and maybe will attempt one day as well just you for should. like an experience is I've made lasagna before that is like half-assed lasagna version of that which is like no roux no, you know you're, you're kind of like just layering yeah. the shit you yeah. have and it was honestly iconic Fine. so I, I trust me I understand that the big lasagna is probably better but like any mm-hmm. lasagna the way that you make lasagna is good gonna be come on good and when you and the thing is like i was i was even i was prepared i haven't made lasagna in a long time from scratch like i've made a couple kind of half-ass lasagnas like you were talking about like only a few layers that you could put together like on a weeknight whatever yeah but i haven't done something like this in a, a few years and i was prepped for my kitchen to get completely crazy batshit nuts dirty yeah but not really because i didn't because I didn't make the pasta homemade, which is the totally optional thing, it doesn't get crazy. And so I was like, oh, I'm done. And the kitchen is totally reasonable. And I like cleaned up a little bit <laughs> so and it was fine. Um, it was great. And now there's lasagna for days. It's yeah, amazing. frozen lasagna t- to me is the ultimate reward. It's not even the accomplishment of doing it. It's just the idea that lasagna freezes so well. That would be the only reason I would attempt big lasagna at this point. It's it freezes well and it also slices well so you can like make your individual portions exactly. very very easily oh my goodness and it's just very easy yeah like you can have lasagna every night plus like whatever else you have in the house oh now you're making me want to like make the lasagna again that I, I know made. that was my that was my mother's day activity speaking of mother's day <gasps> oh my god it's mother's day was yesterday so mother's day was upon us and we got you know the avalanche of mother's day posts from celebrities uh, across the spectrum my favorite uh oh one of my favorites was the one posted by none other than olivia jade in honor of her mother the iconic Lori Lachlan. and she said happy mother's day to all the mamas out there i think that's my least favorite thing that's happened in the past few years when did we suddenly start calling on mother's mamas i can't you've deal said with it. this mamas for you've mamas. said this before it's me being a mama <laughs> Thank you, God, for mine. White heart, white heart, white heart, white heart. You are my best friend and have held my hand every day for 20 years, making it look like, well, well not while you were rowing. Well, she was rowing. She wasn't having her hand held. Um, well, she was taking making the photo. It look like, <laughs> she was taking the photo. You made it look like motherhood is, is an easy job. You are one of a kind. I love you so, so, so much and cannot wait to give you all the love in the world today and forever. Thank you for being you. You are the most special person to me. Space period. Space. I am so blessed to be your daughter and so proud to call you mom. Period heart. I love you. I mean, there's an old photo of her. If you're telling me that Lori doesn't deserve this, you're crazy. Lori, this is a fully deserved 
uh, if my mom also scammed to get me into college, I would also make a post and write all this stuff to her too. I saw a headline or saw a tweet that was like, you know, she is the ultimate mom because she's willing to go to jail for her daughter. And I was like, excuse you, Lori Loughlin is not willing to go to jail no, for she's her not daughter. She's, to doing, to she's going out of her way because to she, not go to jail. She would have done one week 14 months <laughs> exactly. ago. Exactly. And now she's going to... She could have gone to jail for one, exactly now one Now she's week. going to Guantanamo because she's holding out for the big <laughs> and prize. she was like, hell no, I will not go to jail for one week for my daughter, like Felicity Huffman, who in probably Lori Loughlin's mind is a dumbass is for a doing coward. that like one week. She time. just gave up, and Lori refuses to let this uh, Olivia, take her to no. jail for two to three days. <laughs> <laughs> two to three days to a minimal to a minimal security prison for two to three days. Um, speaking of Mother's Day posts, there's Kristen Cavallari celebrated motherhood amid Jay Cutler divorce. That's a page six headline. I love that everything is amid the divorce now. Amid which is the fun. divorce, it's so funny as if like the concept of this post implies that she's not allowed to do that because she's getting a divorce or something like she <laughs> celebrates motherhood amid her divorce as if that is like two things that are pushing against each other she called being a mom the greatest gift as she spends her first mother's day single <laughs> that to me was she's not re- quite single yet. but that like, was really they... funny to me it's like in her whole life i i guess <laughs> They're like doing the math. They're like, well, she's been married to him every time she has kids. So the first time she had a kid, she has married to him. And and wait, so I guess. And then we have the most cursed headline of the weekend, which was Elon Musk's model mom, May, shares cute photo of her new grandson, XAEA12, on Mother's Day and nicknames the child X as the SpaceX CEO calls his little boy a QT 3.14, parentheses cutie pie. Nothing lamer. Than a pie, mathematical pie joke. Nothing, nothing, nothing lamer. It's and true. also, whenever like, you're the CEO of Tesla, like, think of a better joke. If you, you should know more than pie. If you I know do pie. a math joke and I get it, you should be ashamed. The only math joke that you should be doing is something that Stephen Hawking only could get. Or at least Eddie Redmayne. You know, like, that's it. Or at least Eddie Redmayne's like, I get it. <laughs> I studied He's that. He's played a scientist twice. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, is that on his resume? <laughs> so this was really intense. This started breaking Sunday night, Monday morning. One of the John and Kate plus eight, um, one of the kids that John and Kate had, Colin, who just turned 16, wished his... They all turned 16. Well, they all turned 16. Um, wished his stepmom happy Mother's Day but not Kate. And everyone's like, <gasps> Colin's out here being petty. And he said, turns out today is Mother's Day. Today we pay love forward to our mothers, but I don't think mother can describe all the things Colleen has done for me. And it's just like all about mother. Colleen, you are more than a mother to me. You are one of my guidelines and one of my guiding lights. Beautiful. So it's sort of like, wow, John picked right the second time. Right, it's true. We I, always I- make fun of John, but I guess he has a nice girlfriend who we don't really hear about much. I mean, the only time we've ever made fun of John in the past, like, or the only time I've ever mentioned John in the past, like, five years when he was, like, doing those DJ gigs and had those, like, like flyers or whatever. But seems like Mm -hmm. that just means he's out here supporting his uh, five, six, 16-year-olds or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or eight. Mm -hmm. It's John and Kate plus eight. His eight children. He has eight children. That was the entire thing. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the other, the final piece of Mother's Day news. This is we've my got favorite Jemima thing. Kirk. This, this is, is my good. favorite post. So Jemima Kirk of Girls Fame, 
uh, amongst like mm-hmm. other things, posted a great post. It's a picture of uh, the nanny and her kid, and it says, "And happy Mother's Day to Sweet Spice Stacy eighty two, the the nanny." I can't stand playing with children, so you've <laughs> literally saved them and me a whole lot of boredom. Thank you for making me a better mother and for being nothing short of another mom to my children. Which is like, oh my god, so nice and this true. Is nice. Yeah, I, I saw some posts being like, this is the first time I've ever seen a celebrity do this. Busy Phillips has done this. Busy Phillips Other celebrities done it. do That's true. this. That's true. But the admission, um, I can't stand playing with children, is so it's funny. It's so like, you know, it's Kirkian. Bullseye Kirkian. Yeah, and she's so nothing <laughs> yeah. but herself, you know, and that is like yeah. always something that I am very amused by with, with her. She's great. It reminds me of the uh, uh, extremely iconic. Sex in the City sketch from SNL where Rachel Dratch is the Miranda and they're having their cosmos and Rachel Dratch is yeah. just holding like a doll baby like <laughs> by the leg like it's just very comical how she's holding the baby uh-huh. and Charlotte who I think is Amy Poehler is complaining about wanting a baby and Rachel Dratch holds up the doll baby and says do you want this one I hate it <laughs> <laughs> I've got an announcement too Harry and I have decided to adopt a baby <gasps> You want this one? I hate it. (laughs) Okay. Here. Look, I'm a mommy. Anna to Armas updates has an update. Yeah, let's move on to relationships, then we'll move on to divorces. We have a lot of, we have, a, we have like Mother's Day relationships, divorces today. Like it's a true big day. parade. It's a big day. Monumental moments. This is truly, I mean, I know every time I say this, every time I say, oh, this is my favorite Anna to Armas and this is my favorite banana update, right? But this is my favorite banana update. <laughs> so since we last bananaed, um, they were spotted together, obviously walking the dogs, and they got locked out, and he had to climb the fence. That was like a big event, mm-hmm. a big banana Did event. Did we talk about that? No. it was. We yeah, didn't. we didn't talk about it. Yeah, we just tweeted it. It's more just like you have to see the photos. Like he, They get locked mm-hmm. out, and he has to climb the fence. But this is my favorite thing. So Ana Darmus updated. I saw, also saw this on a Ben Affleck fan account, which really made me happy, too. Mm-hmm. Anna Darmus and Ben Affleck have been spotted wearing matching heart necklaces. If you had said that to me, just off, <laughs> I would have giggled and I would have thought, oh, they're probably wearing like kind of subtle hearts, each wearing like a heart that look the same, you know, mm-hmm. like something that they both could wear. But it still would be a little bit like oh, a masculine and feminine version of this necklace that we could connect to each other. But no, 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 sister. They are wearing sister. <laughs> They, no sister. No sister. They are where James Charles has like infected my mind. They are wearing literal like Claire's necklaces that are like half a huge heart split in half. She's wearing one. And then even weirder. And I know obviously men are allowed to wear jewelry and do plenty of times and it looks incredible. I mean, have you seen mm-hmm. normal people? But this necklace. No, but I'm considering a gold chain. I think that's next in <laughs> oh, my. Oh, I would love that my, for you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, gold chain, just like a like a subtle gold yeah, chain. Yeah, no, that's great. I love that for you. Yeah. Um, you yeah. should anyway, maybe get it, get it from one of our many incredible sponsors. Okay, but he <laughs> is wearing like a the most unflattering, weird, cho- like teenager Joe. This is like JoJo Siwa line half heart friendship. It's fully necklace. like an inch high. It's at least an inch. That's and big. It's, and it's just hanging t- like very low. I, the whole thing is so strange. <laughs> mm-hmm. It literally does look like it's, you know, it's from Claire's or a Claire's mm-hmm. adjacent store. I One of the icings or what are the other Claire's adjacent stores? You know, there's like a million spinoffs of Claire's. 
Yeah. That have all come and gone, maybe. So this like this really secured this really cracked me up and made this the high point for me in this relationship. Although it could maybe only get higher. Apparently the shirt that he's wearing too, it's sort of cut off. Oh, but it's in Spanish. It's in Spanish, but a lot of the outlets that I saw, because the bomber jacket is covering part of it. And I know that like technically no more drama is no mas drama, but like I I don't know what like any colloquial Spanish terms are, but it might actually mean no more drama, which is the shirt that he's wearing. You know, Ana de Armas is Cuban. Like, yeah, yeah, there's... yeah. No, he's been wearing shirts with Spanish on it. And we know he speaks. Yeah, well, so we knew like he spoke Spanish. Like, we know well, that of course he speaks, he speaks Spanish. Spanish. But yeah. there's even there's an even greater connection there because his girlfriend is fluent in Spanish. I mean. So it's very interesting. What will these two do after the pandemic? Like, I don't even know how to where they go from here. It's going to be crazy. My parents, I was talking to my parents yesterday and... um. I was like, did you do anything? Like, what What are the plans for Mother's Day? And my mom, my dad is like cooking dinner for my mom, blah, 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 blah. And she said, oh, well, dad went out and got Dunkin' Donuts this morning. Oh. And I was like, first of all, I was like, quit leaving the house. <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, no, don't do that. <laughs> he didn't go inside, right? No, they only do They only do drive through They don't even have takeout op- optional. It's only good. drive-thru. And I was like, okay, that makes oh, me feel good about oh, Dunkin'. And they went to Dunkin' and... My dad was just going to get two donuts, which is really funny imagining him going to Dunkin' Donuts and buying two donuts. And then apparently the cashier at Dunkin' Donuts convinced him to get six. And you so gotta get, he you did. You can get two. Exactly. So he did. And I asked, I was like, I knew exactly which donuts my mom would want. And I was correct. And okay. I believe they might be your least favorite, but I wanted to bring them up and see what you sure, thought. Sure, sure. Although I, said, I respect your mom's choice, but I will tell I you If I said my mom's favorite Dunkin' Donuts is your least favorite Dunkin' Donuts, which one is it? Jelly. Oh, no. Boston cream. Yep, Boston cream. <laughs> yeah, no, Bo- I mean, I have a few. Boston cream is disgusting from Dunkin'. I'm not saying it's disgusting, like, everywhere. I'm just saying Dunkin' Donuts does not do a good Boston cream in my... I tell that to my mom. Yeah. Tell that to my mom. I'm not telling it to your mom. <laughs> but She but, doesn't listen to the podcast, the so it's feeling, fine. <laughs> the feeling ones are weak. The best Dunkin' mm-hmm. Donuts are, the, are they do, like, the cake style. So you have your glazed chocolate would be the best, I think. Mm-hmm. And then they also do a really good, like, crueler. The crueler? Mm-hmm. Crueler? Crueler? Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good. And then the other mm-hmm. one they do really well is weirdly blueberry. Their blueberry donuts Oh, I love are their blueberry. Very I love good. Their, their blueberry cake. Oh, Blueberry cake. Blueberry yeah. Cake. Those are good. So that's my opinion. Yeah. Anyway, I bring it up because I, in my mind, I was like, oh, my parents are like their own. It's like banana cute. Look at them being yeah. like banana. It's cute. Banana will also probably go to Duncan for their... Uh, anniversary whenever yeah. that t- is going to be because i feel like it's yeah. right around the corner they're probably celebrating their anniversary once a week according to like whatever they're doing you know <laughs> speaking of relationships newish relationships Ooh, this one's a good reveal. we finally got i mean quote unquote confirmation that this was happening have we talked about this maybe we cut it if we did talk about this we must for have some reason it. it was controversial to imply it because it was so 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 no i think we talked about it but it yeah, was because i i my like, prediction was that they would make their big reveal at the oscars and they didn't and i was very wrong they did lena waith and cynthia arrivo are almost 100 percent quarantining together which probably means they are in a relationship. Well, that's the thing. It's like the quarantine element of this kind of exacerbates the evidence that they're together because if some people are, if people are seen together, even though a lot of people are breaking rules and hanging out with whoever they want, the point is, is that if they're like in the house together hanging out, it feels very like, okay, this is like bigger than just like 
we're friends. Mm-hmm. You know? What is this room? I have no idea. The point is that somebody screenshotted some uh, the Instagram story from Cynthia and then Lena's Instagram story, and they pretty much match up if you put them next to each other. And they're in like they're different angles. They're yeah. in like a screening room with like stars and big puffs that you sit on. Honestly, I'm I gotta like say jealous. I would kill to be in this screening yeah, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm confused what this app is. I guess is it like a like a Netflix watch party app? Because there's like a chat on the yeah, side. Yeah, I think it's a. I think it's a. They're oh. watching verses or something and t- and looking at ch- the chat. Or something. And then they're... Yeah, I don't really know what they're doing, but it, I think... Anyway, this yeah. this Twitter, C.C, tweeted, Lena Waithe and Cynthia having a quarantine slumber party or what? And it's like, no, that's what they're doing. And they're probably been, they've probably been having slumber parties for months and months and months. Well, we... Um, because it, it the just rumor shows was that, that when re- you suspect that they're together, they were together. It, it yeah. was true. So the rumor was that, to fill you in in case you forgot... You did. Lena Waithe got married, sort of like shotgun married to this woman and... That was sort of her talking point for a while, where it's like, yeah, we just went to City Hall in San Francisco and got married. And it was like, an a- she's I love an actress, her. the the woman too. Uh, uh, turned like production person, so she works as like a, uh, she's in development now. And then apparently the rumor was that Lena Waithe like couldn't stop cheating on her, Alana Mayo, and so Alana Mayo. And then eventually, just like they broke up because Lena Waithe was like, I'm too horny, like I can't deal, I'm famous now. And then. She fell in love with Cynthia Erivo, and then they decided decided to have like a truly like a real relationship, and that was all happening just in the couple weeks before the Oscars. And then it didn't. I thought they would have their big coming out party together, and they didn't. But right, so it, looks so true. I guess it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I wonder when they will. It seems like they've now been dating by our estimation a pretty good amount of times, few months, quite a few it's, months. It's kind of weird to me. I. I guess to them, I mean, the fact that they're willing to post this makes it clear that they don't really care. Who knows? But they did. Um, because, but they did care at some point because there was they like active point. hiding. Yeah. Like they would be I at events feel like together and you knew that they were probably dating each other. But that they weren't sort together. Of news, I just feel like th- it. it's not bad news. Like, I don't think it would... Um, affect either of their careers negatively to be like oh yeah we're dating if we're dating each other if anything it would make them both a little more interesting to be honest i mean um, i feel like at a the certain fact that it may point, have been a product of cheating is a problem right but, that's what i'm saying and also maybe cynthia revo because cynthia revo didn't identify as queer or what i don't know what she identifies as like before that this was her, you know what i mean so she was maybe, more of a mystery yeah right so maybe this was like or maybe she did and we don't know and she and if she came out she'd be like i've i've always been honest about the way the way that i am so it's like yeah. the thing is is like that would have been a, a thing maybe she was like oh the moment i say i'm dating lena Waithe, i have to start talking about all this stuff and exactly. that's so annoying blah, blah, and it'll blah. take yeah, away right. and she was doing the oscar she was nominated for an oscar so she would have like it would have taken away from like that accomplishment which was mm-hmm. a big deal and it, it probably would have taken away from that yeah yeah you're right so well looks like yeah. they're dating they are dating <laughs> i really want to be on that gigantic beanbag look at it oh my goodness no, abigail spencer looks great mm-hmm. looks doable looks great. too i gotta set that up next time i have <laughs> space <laughs> i did look into really expensive beanbags recently oh they're so expensive um, like sleep and they're sack? so yeah sleep sack they're really expensive because i yeah they get really expensive so love sack love, love sack, sack. Um, Abigail Spencer broke her wrist doing a charity video for COVID relief. (laughs) Bound to happen eventually. Bound to happen. It's truly 
uh, to use this word lightly as I always do, iconic, to send yourself to the hospital when um, doing a COVID charity video. Uh, <laughs> the one place you don't want to go and you're not really supposed to be going uh, for <laughs> breaking your arm, which she did. Abigail Spencer, a name that means nothing to me. I guess she's a soap star. Soap star. Yeah. Soap star. A name that means nothing. I mean, it just sounds like two different names that would make mm-hmm. somebody any. She's a all my children soap star. Yes. Yeah. But she also was um, on True Detective and Rectified. She was in a couple things. I was on her Wikipedia earlier and I was like, okay. And but Mad she's Men. So oh, she, I recognize her from Mad Men. Ugh, she's a Mad Men. Okay, so what happened? She broke her arm doing like a headstand for charity? <laughs> she was doing like a back flip. She was trying to do flips and she said she did one flip well. Then the second flip, she heard the crunch, crunch, like crunch, crunch, <laughs> but it was wrist, wrist. And she was like, uh oh. And so she had to go to the hospital. It actually sucks because she was like, I had to go alone and this blows right. to have to do all of this said. alone. Thank you to Linda Michael and Krista Vernoff at Grey's Anatomy for helping me find my incredible ortho. So I wonder if she got like the Grey's Anatomy doctor to help her, like a, like a, um, assist what the doctor that was consulting on Grey's Anatomy (laughs) I didn't know what that meant is that that's my guess but I have no idea does she live but does she live in Seattle like did she go to like the hospital that Grey's Anatomy the hospital that Grey's Anatomy takes place and is based on no 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 that's that's like not no 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 no, no. you're talking about like no, no 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 I think this means literally the team at Grey's Anatomy which maybe she was on, I don't know, like helped her find a doctor via like their, because do- they have consultants who are doctors, like who are on staff. Oh, I see what she's saying now. I see what she's like, saying Like maybe she now. literally said like, can you find me a surgeon? Like, I don't know what to mm-hmm. do. And they were like, And the consultants oh, were yeah. like, yeah, that's our job. Right. Okay. Great. Like, they're like, I haven't done surgery in a while, but sure, whatever. You know, I don't know if that's the truth, but like, that's my guess, which is very, that couldn't be any more Hollywood. So it's almost like exhausting to, try to explain but i don't know mm-hmm. yeah then she so got she's getting a lot of fine. content out of this she's getting a lot of content out of it though so good for her she's <laughs> posting this broken wrist a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot um as recently as yesterday during mother's day cool tan lines bruh then her <laughs> arm was up mother's day chill healing healing yeah 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 yeah, yeah the first yeah. comment abigail you were the queen of all queens and that hat is a representation of your crown She's got a lot of fans. I feel like, yeah, she must transcend soap stardom in some way because she's got the look and the following of someone who is much more famous than name, a mere soap star. She's got a name that is like somebody that I would say, oh, was she on Suits? That's her mm-hmm. name to me. It's like, oh, was she on Suits? But it's a... Right, because a... the, name, the name says... The name uh, conveys a level of celebrity that's sort of equivalent to like Michelle Dockery. You know yes, what I'm yes, saying? Yes, like, yes, 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 yes. It's like yes, that. Yes. It's like, oh, you're like a cable star that I yes. always, whose name I always forget. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Right. But she's it's, not it's, it, really yeah. a press-friendly person, so she hasn't really come up before, which is the more of the Who Weekly version of this, which is like, we've never maybe met her before because she hasn't done she's anything. She's not getting into trouble. Exactly. Or know? she hasn't done like, what's in my bag 45 times? She you hasn't know? done anything interesting. <laughs> Well, congrats to her for doing something interesting. No, good job. Good job. Speaking of love in the time of COVID-19, Heather Graham man. is a mystery man. I love mystery men in the age of COVID yeah, because, because they have masks on. identify oh. them. Daily Mail's like, we have literally no idea who this is and not, not disingenuously. Actually, we don't know who this is. I saw this man above, above the nose. I was like, Stephen Dorff? Yeah, but, but also it could be anyone. Stephen Dorf would be a perfect it, fit for Heather Graham. Oh my! It could just be God. someone named like Stephen Dorp. 
It could just be a dude named Stephen Dorp. It looks like a Stephen Dorp. <laughs> Stephen Derp. Okay, Heather Graham oh, fifty no, that's Stephen Dorp. is an ageless beauty in Daisy Dukes and a black crop top during a stroll with the mystery man. So first she had a big hat on. The hat was flying around because it was windy. Then she took mm-hmm. the hat off, right? And it says, mm-hmm. "Who's that man?" When close to her male companion, Heather she made put sure on a less floppy hat also. to cover up with a black face mask, as well as slapping out, as well as swapping out her hat for a similar and more manageable felt fedora. So she changed mm-hmm. hats, and the Daily Mail wanted to note that. Because she had a huge, like, oh, my God, the yawn. Oh, my God. <laughs> so boring. <laughs> so, she had, so she had a huge hat with the brim. The, the, the radius of the brim was probably 10 inches. Like, this is a floppy hat. It's a huge hat. hat, yeah. She switches it with essentially just a little fedora. Right. right? It's a tiny yes. little fedora. Right. I know we're Mask focusing on. on the hat. We're supposed to be focusing on the mystery man. I don't know who that is. but I mean, I'm sorry. This mystery man is as interesting as the hat. <laughs> he is the hat. <laughs> They're both looking at their phones. They both have masks on, which I appreciate. But yeah, yeah we're going to try to figure out who this mystery man is. I mean, is, we're or not. Wait for someone else to figure it out. I think it's Stephen it Dorf. Stephen Derp, as you said. Stephen Dorp. <laughs> Emma is, Stone's, I love why Emma Stone's boring. fans are convinced she's married to Dave McCary. Who cares? cares? I know. Who it is, cares? It is truly impressive how Emma Stone, a big star, normally would care no about problem stuff with that I she have does. No, problem no with I know. Stone. She normally would care what she does. But the 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 Emma Stone got married already plotline is the least interesting one that I've ever encountered mm-hmm. in terms of her. Also, I feel like Emma Stone could develop a COVID vaccine and we'd be like, okay. <laughs> okay, Emma. <laughs> no, okay. I would be excited about come on. That would be cool if she did that. It'd be kind of cool. But the thing is, is to to okay, this woman is in, is engaged. She's going to mm-hmm. get married to Dave McCary, whoever that She's is. She's a she is officially engaged. Like right. she is truly engaged. So she's shown off the ring. She is engaged. Speculate that she's already legally married is like probably the most boring thing we've we've done. Like we've done so far. Yeah. I understand why Emma Stone fans are reaching for like whatever they can in this time because she's not giving them a lot. You know, if you're an Emma Stone stan, you're like. What uh, I gotta find, you know, uh, should we should we stand BTS in the meantime or something? We need yeah, something else. Yeah, that faucet is dripping. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Emma Stone's great, but you're right. the The faucet has is is dripping. Right. Mm-hmm. There's not much there to pull from. If you're gonna stand someone, you gotta stand someone who at least who gives you material to g- grasp. Exactly. Like Ana de Armas. Like Ana de Armas, yeah. Constantly giving us stuff. Yes, you need Ana yes, you wanna, you want If you're going to develop an updates account, make it for Ana de Armas. That's but not true. now because there already is a great one. Yeah. It didn't win the Pulitzer, by the way. It should have. Next year. You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin. you got your various things. But I've found that of all the things, a little bit of CBD, a little bit of CB distillery, that's getting me. Goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and, and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love CB distillery. They have... Not all their products are for sleep. Some are for relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. (laughs) They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? (laughs) What did I say? You said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. (laughs) 
CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over 2 million customers and a solid 100% money-back guarantee, CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com, code WHO, cbdistillery.com. We're going to tell you about a new show called Jocular, hosted by ER Fightmaster, whom we've talked about on the podcast before, T.N. Tran and Katie Kershaw. They're comedians, they're writers, and they're also best friends who are obsessed with women's sports. Kind of like I'm becoming obsessed with women's sports. <laughs> you sort are. of. Kind you of. Are. A little you bit. Are. You are. They're exploring all things queer, trans, and women-focused in the world of sports. And in each episode, they'll cover the latest games, debate pressing issues, and review how they're all really horny for basically everyone in the game. This is every time I talk to someone who's a fan of women's sports, like a genuine fan of women's sports, not like a newbie like me. They're like, horny, 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 horny. I'm horny for all of them. I know. They're always crushing on people in the game. But that's why it's like we need a podcast that's not us to kind of tell us what we're supposed to care about, who we're supposed to care about, who's hot and who's sexy and who we're paying attention too. Yes, and that's what Jocular is for. Friends and experts will join to share their takes on sports ranging from women's basketball to soccer to power slapping. I don't even know what power slapping is, but I'm in. So tune in every Friday for new episodes of Jocular on Apple, Amazon, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts now. Neil Gaiman and Amanda Palmer broke up and this is messy and silly and it got sillier. I'm glad we cut it from the Friday episode because it got sillier after we recorded because of Neil Gaiman's yeah. Goodreads. It post. was some real Gen X uh, gossip and we did not do it justice because I think we were like, oh, uh, you might know these people for X, Y, Z. And it was like very <laughs> fu- uh, whatever it was. It was, it was so. Yeah. Neil is a sci-fi writer. Amanda is a musician. They're both artists and they lived in New Zealand, which is, you know, very isolated and also handling the pandemic pretty well. Shout out New Zealand. But despite that, they couldn't make their marriage work in that environment. Yeah. And New so- Zealand did a good job with the virus, but did a bad job keeping Neil Gaiman and Amanda, Amanda Palmer together. So that's on mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. So the original Goss, the reason we talked about it was because allegedly not even allegedly no she did it seemed it seemed no, that amanda it was real. <laughs> well no it was real that she did announce the breakup via patreon but whether or not neil knew before that is up in the air because some sources will say oh neil found out because of the patreon post but some sources say oh neil and amanda had already hashed well, it he out was before literally that moving. patreon post went live he had moved to the uk and she was still in right. new zealand and she wrote the post like neil moved to the uk and then he was like i guess we're breaking up and it's like well, you did leave to go to the UK from New Zealand. He that's left, a pretty exactly. far. That's pretty far, you know. Also, you've got two pretty unreliable narrators here, or at least Amanda is unreliable, which is enough for both of them, honestly. So it's like, I don't know that I necessarily believe what happened here to add insult to injury. And despite them both being pretty famous, like, or 
it's still a niche. There's still both a niche interest and even together as a couple, a niche interest in terms of like you kind of have to be paying attention to them. It only broke out of the normal sphere because they broke up in such a weird way. And that's why it hit like the Daily Mail or hit like Us Weekly or whatever, because it was interesting. But otherwise, the stuff that they do separately doesn't really make tabloid news, even her. And no. she loves making the news. You know, she's always and- making the news. And wasn't a thing about their relationship. It was like, oh, look, we're like progressive and interesting. Like we yeah. have like sort of an open marriage. Yes. Like, isn't yes. this cool? And everyone was like, I really don't care about you, which is fundamentally the problem with this. It was like, OK, cool. Well, you and either then... care and you pay for Amanda Palmer's Patreon and you read Neil Gaiman's books and watch his shows or you don't care at all. Never heard of them. It is like that's what I'm saying. It's like these are that's it. These, that's the binary she's a i would say she's like adjacent to like tori amos fiona apple regina specter like that vibe right and he yeah. is like kind of oh my god like i don't even know who to compare him to he's just a he, sci-fi writer he's a sci-fi writer whose books are pretty are like, very popular and have been made into tv shows but he's still like a, a writer you know so yes you know he's still a writer so it's like he's not really out there in here doing much Amanda Palmer, yes, she has a lot of Gen X equivalents like Tori Amos and all those people, but it's like Amanda Palmer is unlike a lot of those like Fiona Apple or Tori Amos or whatever, because a lot of those particular artists don't like attention and Amanda Palmer is obsessed with attention. And that's sort of why she is different. That's is that's what differentiates her from those other women where mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. she is thirsty like the last time she was in the news was because she started feuding with this guardian reporter who she accused of being anti-feminist for not covering her album and then she was like girl listen like we can't cover every album and then she was accused of harassing her it was like crazy so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. amanda palmer amanda palmer likes drama and here's just another instance of that okay but it got funnier than it was even the last time when we did this and we cut it because it wasn't interesting or really funny was that because because somebody somebody tweeted Neil Gaiman just posted this on Goodreads and I am simply blown away a breathtaking innovative and perfect escalation of the online conflict and it was Neil Gaiman is reading two hours ago splitting colon protecting yourself while divorcing someone with borderline or narcissistic personality disorder by Randy Krieger and Bill Eddy and this understandably is very funny (laughs) very funny but according to neil on his blog yes he has a blog it was he was hacked and i do believe that if only because if you go to his goodreads now the last time he updated it was 2013 so it is like it is not crazy that it would it's not like he's yeah yeah, but also maybe he did it i don't know that i ever maybe he did it i don't know and then instantly regretted it or he did it. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't always believe the hacking stories. He wrote, um, whoa, I don't know that- someone with a dark sense of humor just hacked this account. I suppose that's what I get for leaving it here and not doing anything for a long time. So is this like, blog okay. on Goodreads? Yeah, I guess it's, it's a- on Goodreads. Yeah, Got it. it's so on he- Goodreads. That's weird. Goodreads. A lot of stuff going on on Goodreads. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm, 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 Anyways, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's still funny to me, even if it was hacking. It's still funny. <laughs> I my favorite thing about the Amanda Palmer thing is that the news was that she didn't tell Neil that she was breaking up with them. She just told her patrons. She's obsessed with her patrons because look at this. So my this was in the original post. Not hers, mine. Oh, I love my patrons. 
If you are one of my friends or family who has reached out and I haven't been able to answer, I'm so, so sorry. Just understand. And it's like, what? You t- you wrote a post to your patrons before you responded to yeah. your friends and I'm family. I would that. be so mad. I'm going to start doing that. Let's just like putting personal, like just being like to my patrons. If you're my friends and family, like I'll get, I'll get to you. <laughs> just understand. My friends and family are like, why did I ever subscribe to this? Although to be <laughs> um, fair, like if I was a patron, I'd be like, wow, I'm getting my money's worth. <laughs> this is a patronage. <laughs> That's true. What is next? Um. Oh, this oh, is Princess kind Love. of crazy. After all yeah. that. So this is the follow up to the drama where Did Ray J this. left. Because I thought this was fake. Like this whole drama. Me too. Because it Me too. also was like the details were vague as fuck. So also they're TV stars. They're reality stars. Yes, so it's yes, like, you yes. know. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. So Ray J of um, Bobby's Favorite Earbuds, the owner of the company that makes Bobby's Favorite Earbuds, uh, he... You compare them to the Apple TV, Lindsay, it's iconic. Save it for the ad, which we don't have on this episode, unfortunately, but it would be amazing. So uh, he left his pregnant wife in a hotel in Vegas and like left, like Mm -hmm. left her there. That was mm-hmm. the story. And th- and again, it, it sounds vague because it is. Because they both kind of were like, he was like, I didn't leave her. I just like, she knew. And I, I went home. She knew. And it's like, I had she's to go an adult. And, she can get home. Right. Yeah. She's an adult. And she was like, why would you leave me here? I didn't know. That's so shady. Da, da, da. So it's like, that happened. And it was almost like, did you guys even talk to each other? This whole, like, I'm so confused as to why I'm hearing this. And it seems like you both haven't communicated to each other about it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then they were like back together and Ray J was like, it's all good. It's all good. And then you were like, I don't think it's good. And you didn't hear from them in a while. And now they're literally getting a divorce. So mm-hmm. I guess that really was uh, a thing because she gave birth in between all of this. Yeah. Right. And like we talked about with um, who just got divorced that we talked about. Who? Oh, Chris and Cavallari and Jay oh. Cutler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, every time you see celebrities getting a divorce that they filed for divorce, you got to assume that the divorce has been in the works for a couple of months. Um, well, it was weird because so. these two had a huge kind of expensive uh, gender reveal thing. Remember with the helicopter? And yeah. Then, how could I forget? Right. And then they had the big Vegas thing. And I was like, okay, this feels very like love and hip hop Hollywood all of these feel like plot lines, yeah. Yeah, and like they'd be good plot lines. And maybe this divorce is a plot line, but it almost feels like this is too far to be a plot line. <laughs> this yeah. is just a divorce. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it will be a um, plot line, but you know what I mean. S- speaking of breakups that, well, <laughs> this won't be a plot line because neither of them are on reality shows. Cara Delevingne and Ashley Benson split. The best part about this is in the Between doc, you. it's just a line. Because <laughs> I didn't. Oh, yeah, we didn't even put a link. <laughs> it's just like Cara and Ashley split. <laughs> they split. I don't know, which we knew because uh, no offense, we had a caller call in and tell us this drama, which was great. This is again, we love listening to your calls that are like, don't play this. But someone called in and was like, don't play this. But I know that Kara and Ashley have broken up because here's the anecdote. Well, and it was iconic. The thing about this that the thing about this that is interesting to me is that this might be every every time people split up, I think, is this the quarantine split? Because mm-hmm. the timing of it, of this makes it feel like this could be they split because of their like weird quarantine house situation. Yeah. Don't you think yeah. like that's what I thought. Yeah. Maybe there's something like they invited all those friends to quarantine with and they were like, we're having fun. And then it like dragged on too long, you know, and maybe. Yeah. Well, I, I think specifically, I think even more simply, I think it was a factor of they, their relationship was, I guess it wasn't all that new. I mean, look at Ben and Anna, look at Banana. <laughs> 
But I think based on, you know, the call, based on these preliminary details, it was just, who do you want to spend your quarantine with? Right. And it seems like they didn't want to spend it with each other. They wanted to spend it with with other people. people. You don't want to party with me. Speaking of, I was reading the tabloids, which we'll get to later. I don't know if I put it in here, but did you know that Kristen Stewart is in a Again, these quarantine houses are such bullshit, whatever. So like when I say this, I'm not condoning it. Is in a quarantine house, quote unquote, with Emma Roberts and like. Oh, yeah, I saw that. But there were no photos of it in the It's just weird because the source was like, Kristen loves having a party and she loves taking every care of everyone. And it's so fun that they're all with her. And and Emma Roberts' friend uh, dyed her hair. And it was so great that they're all together. And I was just like, this is a sickness. This like, (laughs) this report, you know, the reporting on these like fun houses of like celebrities hanging out. (laughs) I just was like, this is. Anyways, so I think in my. Like, this isn't cute. In my like, um, in my pure, 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 pure. Um, f- uh, fiction, fantasy fiction. What is it? Fan- not fantasy fiction. Fanfic? In my fanfic mind, what happened here was like, why? Like, can't we just spend time together? This is getting crazy, ridiculous. Yeah. And why won't? Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe that's the case. Maybe. What is this Ollie Murs thing? I just want you to read the headline, and we're gonna move on because we're not clicking on it. We're not getting into it. Ollie Murs apologizes after backlash to Pringles to prank on girlfriend Amelia. That's it. The singer said he was sorry to those, quote, offended by his social videos. That's it. Pringles to prank. That's Did he put it. like a snake in it? Well, no, I guess we can't find we're out. We're not finding out. No rule. We can't. This. This. This next story I love. This. There's this woman. Her name is Emily Giffen. She is an author responsible for the something borrowed book series as well as a few other ones but like she writes books sort of like you know airplane fiction for women light romantic fiction whatever which I'm i not love the by the way chiclet. no but i love those books and they're a delight yeah, to read i will say something borrowed the movie which i have seen Amazing. have not read the book is terrible <laughs> just one of it's the really worst. really good one of it's the worst really no, really he good. means bad by good Kate Hudson is great in that movie, and okay. that is not a joke. Okay, but is it? Didn't go- you see me and Shawnee were talking okay, about that? Okay, but is it a good movie? In the thread, we were not is kidding. Is it a good movie? Shawnee agrees. Is it a good movie? The movie isn't great. I just think Jennifer Goodwin is just the least compelling, you know, performer in the world. So, yeah. Um, okay, so. However, Kate Hudson. This isn't about this so, movie, So, this woman, she has tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. I think it was 80,000 last time I checked. So it's like she has a little bit of a following. And apparently her thing is Instagram stories in the Philipsian vein that are very confessional, diaristic, just long-winded, you know, when the top looks like Morse code. Beep, 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 beep. And she like just goes on and on and on about stuff. She has something to say about pop culture or whatever. That's a whole category of person. That's how they use their... Instagram stories. She's one of them. She got into trouble last week because she <laughs> responded to a video, the video, the big video of Meghan Markle reading with Archie for that charity that Harry took by saying she got in trouble for on the Instagram story. She put the caption, happy birthday, Archie. Go away, Meghan. Something about this was even funnier just because of the way that Instagram sort of auto-sizes things. So the happy birthday, Archie, because there's more letters, it's smaller. But because Go Away Megan has fewer letters, it's bigger. And so it says, Go Away Megan. It's like she's actually screaming it. It's just a very, like, this 
attitude, this this anti-Megan attitude is very strange to me still to this day. Because it's very strange and it and when it's coming from a white person, it always reads as vaguely racist. Always. Well, it's also just like always. it's what is the reason that you don't it's very it makes me be like, are she a royalist? Like is she just like really love the the royal family? Because we've been critical about Megan, but it's only been like where you know she's an actress like is she mm-hmm. like what does this mean and like what it's just it's one of those things where you can be like critical and sus about Megan but being like go away Megan and like publicly putting that stuff out there is like to me still a very strange take on yeah. the whole thing to, because to, now this to, woman has had a baby and now she's like part of this world and it almost feels like okay now you can't really be a hate on her like this in a very but that's yeah i don't know how that's to absolutely this. true and that's absolutely it no what it is it's like the royal family is inherently ridiculous every single aspect of it everyone involved ridiculous worthy of our disdain yeah. worthy of our cynicism yes to single out megan when you single out megan when the whole family is a complete train yes, wreck yes there's a problem and because it's you a, have to you have right. to raise your eyebrows at it right and, yeah and i think also just just the idea of being a royalist or or being like a royal family stand to me is still very foreign. Literally mm-hmm. foreign. Yeah. Like, and she is American too. Right. So Especially it's not even like she has the, as she an doesn't American. have the excuse of being, she doesn't have the excuse of being like a, a British woman who has, you know, followed the royals her whole life where it like actually means something sort of vaguely significant to no, her. You're so no, right. she's just an American woman. It's very and, weird to me for like the, the American royal family standum is still weird to me in a, in mm-hmm. a very specific it's, way. I get if you're like, if you're maybe you're interested in the history, you watch the crown, you're da, 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 like that. <laughs> I get kind of, but like it is. I, anyways, I'm still confused by it. Yeah, so everyone was like, Emily, here's the Us Weekly headline. Something borrowed author Emily Gippen slams Meghan Markle on son Archie's birthday. Quote, colon, go away. So this gets some headlines. We're all familiar to um, people you probably never heard of suddenly getting headlines with much more famous people on the news this week. But this is one <laughs> instance of that. And she gets in trouble. Come to find out this woman has insulted Meghan Markle in the past. And right. the next story on Us Weekly, I was... Like, I that's was, her thing. I, I joked about this with you earlier, but it's like the r naught of this story is like pretty high because it's like one instance and you get like all these follow-up stories afterwards. Right. Author Emily Giffen has a lot of opinions on the royal family. Read her criticism, praise, and more. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, most of it is criticism, but the criticism is for is for Megan. Mm-hmm. And she explains it away by saying like, first, I used to like Meghan Markle, but... I don't like her anymore because of the way that she's behaving. So it's sort of like, why are you putting all this pressure on her, but not the? Re- I, it's it's just so. Silly. Well, you just you end up sounding like the Globe, which is weird. Yeah, like you end up yeah. sounding like a tabloid magazine, which is very strange to me. Because then it's like you don't want to sound like a British tabloid. Well, <laughs> you don't want to sound like it's a British also just tabloid. like Megan. The things that you can accuse Megan of are. There are a few things, but mm-hmm. but to take a video in which she's reading her child that she gave birth to a book and be like, she's fake and he's miserable, the baby. It's like now you're like <laughs> now you're a little bit like poisoned brain 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 yeah. warm. Like that's brain, brain warm, you know, because yeah. when I watch that video, whether I like Megan or not, I'm like, cute. She's reading her kid a book and he's squirming because mm-hmm. he's a fucking baby. <laughs> yes. So she had to apologize. She apologized on her Instagram story, which she has since made private. And she said, <laughs> oh, I enjoy really? following celebrities and analyzing them with my readers. I post dozens of Instagram stories a day in a very honest, unfiltered way, as if I'm confiding directly with close friends. Fun fact, you're not. 
Further, I'm very invested in the British monarchy. I always have been. See the link in my bio for an essay I wrote in the days before Meghan and Prince Harry wed. To be clear, I absolutely loved that a biracial American woman was marrying into the royal family. It seemed a wonderful, happy thing for everyone. Blah, 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 blah. I was appalled by any signs of racism towards her. I find fault in the way both she and Harry handled things. And those feelings bled over in later posts, including the yeah, ones Yeah, but today. you so don't. She... See, you don't, though. That's the thing. It's like the the I, the racism accusation comes when you're just, you're you're standing Harry and you're telling Meghan to go away. And that Which is when she said she didn't nasty. do. And that's that's not true. She she even said in her post, she was like, why didn't she give Harry the video? Why didn't she do Harry yeah, do this? Why didn't she very, do this to Harry? And it's yeah. like, OK. But I think the main reason this is getting attention is because of the books that she writes. The the Venn diagram of the audience of Us Weekly and the audience of Something Borrowed Books, there's right. some overlap like there. Somebody, so it makes an sense editor that she gets Weekly, attention. Right. Someone at Us Weekly was like, oh, this is great. Like, we have to cover this because this woman's it, audience is like exactly who we, you know. It's like the see. ads for books, the ads for books in these magazine in these magazines there are ads for books in these magazines but they're beatrice they're elon hildebrand they're emily giffen like yeah she's done a 25 things on this ma- in this magazine yeah. before she gets press attention and so it's just like this was no one really cares about her you know six days out of the week but on the seventh day you know god yikes. Wha- god made a light or whatever emily giffen, <laughs> on the seventh know. day we rested <laughs> She met her husband at LaGuardia Airport, which is really funny. And her current crush is Adrian Grenier, which is very funny that to me, too. That is funny. That is funny. Her next book is in stores in just a few weeks. It's called The Lies That Bind. Wow, that just, like, made the whole thing even more sus. I know. The Lies That now Bind. Now she's getting some promo. That's great. Let the, me guess. The 25th It's about a woman thing. who marries into a family, yeah. royal family. The 25th thing you don't know about her is I have no sense of direction, which seemed pretty appropriate. Yeah, it's well, like, honey, we know. Yeah. <laughs> honey, you went the wrong way. What's really funny is this happened over a week ago, a week ago and it's already like, you know, zoop, zipped up out. into the... Yeah, no one gives a shit. All right, let's talk tabloids. Weird weird assortment of things we're sort of back to normal we're in a way back but to also normal. we are we're recognizing fully. the lack of glossy photos because weirdly keanu reeves and richard Gere are two of the store like this is like gen x and boomer <laughs> icons are on the covers of two of the major six tablets right. this week which is Richard like Ooh, we're running out of stuff like being on the cover where's of Gigi Star. Hadid where's <laughs> Timmy Chalamet where are the young people they're not here I'll tell you that much yeah you're right and even Brad Pitt on Us Weekly is a strange is like a strange even though I know I, they, they'll cover Brad Pitt if he like makes a fart but like it is mm-hmm. you have a very which he does a lot you, you, know. <laughs> you have an older you know he's set a you have an older set of men on your three biggies Us Star okay and then you have, I mean, people, again, people doesn't count. People's the only one that's just doing their own fucking thing, which is like at home with Jimmy Fallon spread no, or but something. The, you misread the headline. At home, of course, with Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> so technically, people are still like COVID-19. Like they're still like being adjacent yeah. to that. Okay. They kind of don't count in the tabloid talk. They're just, they're the nice, you know, you kind of need them to, to yeah. show a little context. Right. I will say the best cover on this list though it goes to none other than life and style takes the crown this week with their picture of Kristen Cavallari and the headline is Kristen Cavallari so I keep I pronounce her name different every time I say it it's Cavallari kind of Kristen Cavallari wife from hell <laughs> of all the wives of no, all she's the, wife the from famous hell. Wives. wife from hell wife from hell and I 
to put, I never would have put this marker on her. And to put a little zoom of a court page, a court document on the front page to me is genius. It's a the cover is kind of gorgeous, I have to say. I like that the uh whoever filled out these court documents, was it the lawyer, was it Kristen, was it the judge, was it just some notary? The 421-2020 handwriting is like the most high school handwriting I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, look at that handwriting. I mean, it looks like that how looks I like, write currently. That looks like my my friend Allie in senior year <laughs> filled out those court documents for me, it sweetie. Like, been, oh my it, God. It might have been her, though. Maybe that's our new job. Maybe she works there. Um, the uh, Like, per usual, whenever you actually open up the, the tabloid and read the story, like, there's nothing we didn't already know. It's, like, not it's not interesting but at they all. Have, this is just the cover. The thing is with divorce is when you file and you get paperwork and it's access, you can, you can get it. Anyone can get it. That's, like, their bread and butter. So they're just, like, thrilled they have, like, court documents that are public to them that they can just pull from and run with, you know, with rumors and sources. So it's, like, it's kind of a given that you get coverage of a divorce like that. Because mm. there's public documents just with with anything. So to contrast Life and Style's actual public documents, In Touch on the cover oh, used yeah. a fake text message between <laughs> Harry and Tom Markle. <laughs> and it's it's like a fake iPhone. No, and this is good. <laughs> it's a fake iPhone. And it looks like it's Harry texting. So Harry's the blue bubbles. He's the sender. And right, Tom so Markle, he, it says in so the top, the is the receiver. The assumption is that he's says, leaking this because he's the blue he's, bubbles. <laughs> And so Harry is texting As if that's Tom, if you, like, just letter you, if you love Megan, call me. And then the next text is you, capital letter U, you have two options, M dash, only we can help you, delivered. And then Tom then has the typing dot, dot. bubbles. <laughs> Tom has Question the typing though, bubbles. Weren't there text messages in that, in their lawsuit? I think there were. So those might be actual just transcripts from... That they put in a fake phone, obviously. In this lawsuit that Megan is involved in with the uh, with the Daily Mail, etc., they leaked her, these texts that Harry texted to Thomas. So there were text messages, but those ones that they used on the cover are like cobbled together from the real ones, which are... What are the real ones? Yeah. Well, yeah, the real ones are like, Tom, uh, one message which was sent just a few days before the wedding reads, Tom, it's Harry. I'm going to call you right now. Please pick up. Thank you. Another emotionally charged text reads, Tom, Harry again, really need to speak to you. You do not need to apologize. We understand the circumstances, but going public will only make the situation worse. If you love Meg and want to make it right, please call me as there are two other options that don't involve you having to speak to the media who incidentally created the whole situation. So please call me so I can explain. Meg and I are not angry. We just need to speak to you. Thanks. I gotta yeah, say, shortening that down to like, Tom, call me. You got it right. if you love Meg. I or like, read those texts hey, before. Queen, you have done it again. Like, that's those, not just shortening it I like that. I kind of like those. Those are very level headed, like, kind good and thoughtful texts. Like, that's not like, it's like, we don't blame you. We're not angry. Just like, talk to, you know, talk to us on the phone. Okay. Anyways, mm-hmm. so, yeah. So, so they're not fully fanficking those texts. Those are real. But. The illustration is hilarious. No, of course it's funny. The bubble, bubble, yeah, no, bubble, text it's bubble. Funny. It's funny. What are some funny non-cover things that we saw? Because I saw that we both screen crabbed a lot of the same things. Here's Did one we? of my things. This the this made me laugh. This one I thought was pretty funny was they got a picture of Olivia Wilde in sweatpants and a sweatshirt waving because it's like usually first look, the first look section is like a glamour shot or something like in mm-hmm. a dress, but it was just her waving in a sweatshirt and then it and said and then it said shop her style and it's a gray sweatshirt. Her sweatshirt just says Adidas on it, right? It's an Adidas <laughs> sweatshirt. But this sweatshirt says 
I was social distancing before it was cool, which you can buy for $28 on bucktea.com. I just love the idea that they're implying that you would buy this to look like her and she's just wearing a very plain and very easily accessible Adidas sweatshirt. <laughs> That's probably the same price. <laughs> probably. They must have a deal with bucktea.com because why not just put so. the Adidas leak in there? It's very str- The whole thing was just the strange. I want to take a moment to apologize to Emma Stone. I thought there couldn't be anything more boring than Emma Stone's relationship. No, and it turns out I Emma was wrong. Watson's Emma Watson's relationship. relationship. This, I also screen grabbed this and I forgot to put it in the doc. Emma's off the market. It's because of the lead. Emma Watson has her own chamber of secrets. Uh, <laughs> Although she's described herself as happily single in interviews, the Harry Potter star at 30 actually has been dating California-based businessman Leo Robinton, 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 for the last six months. Leo Robinton, the couple were first spotted kissing outside Gale's Bakery in London's Notting Hill back in October. Emma has tried to keep the relationship as private as possible. Leo even deleted his Instagram. Aww. Good for Emma. Who fucking cares? Businessman Leo Robinton. Who is that? Robinton. I don't care. Not much is known about Leo at the time, except that he previously worked at a cannabis company in the Los Angeles area. Love. Classic. That's his business. Love. Great job, Emma. That. Great job, Emma. Okay, that's boring. You're two right. magazines. I believe it was In Touch and OK, but maybe it was in uh, OK and Star. Talked about the thing we keep forgetting to mention on the podcast, which is that Jesse Metcalf and Kara Santana are quarantining together even though they just broke up right but they're stuck together right and they had two ways of covering it because they're taking walks yeah one of them was x's and o's jesse metcalf and kara santana are self-isolating together after a nasty split but made the quote mature decision to deal with the situation together a source tells us okay that was us weekly not okay in star yeah trying times and they found a photo of them doing the same walk but looking in different directions yeah looking keeping miserable. their distance yeah Though Jesse Metcalf and Kara Santana split three months ago, the pair, who were still living on the same property, took a walk around the block together, and they look <laughs> absolutely miserable. Like, having to sift through the the probably dozens and dozens of photos yeah. of these two taking a walk to find these two sad ones is very funny to me. Right. You gotta find a sad one. You can't find a happy one. They're, you know, they're um, sad. The other... Okay hates John Krasinski. <laughs> OK Magazine hates John Krasinski. And this is John Krasinski is a them. But this write up of him is truly deranged. I've They are downgrading him. But like this is like to, to go after John Krasinski to me seems extremely weird and misguided. Like wh- somebody has a vendetta against John Krasinski at OK right. Magazine. Well, that's that's what I was going to say. It's like it's like the page six stuff. It's like the, they they go hard on things that you wouldn't expect them to go hard on whenever you get the feeling they have information that they can't reveal where they just right. really hate the person. Because literally John so Krasinski has been making like a, I mean, I don't think this is amazing, but he's doing a YouTube show that's like good news. So it's like some good news, good news, right? So it's, it's positive and it's not bad. It's not good, whatever. It's sweet. And it's getting a lot of attention because people love him and his wife and like and Emily Blunt and they love good news. So there's really, it's really would be hard to criticize this in a way, you know, even I wouldn't Mm -hmm. touch it, but okay, magazine. Okay. Listen to this. 
As the first the episode, quotes from the sources are oof. something else. As the first episode of his YouTube series, Some Good News, made the rounds, John Krasinski knew he had a hit on his hands, a stroke to his ego that a source says was anything but needed. Quote, becoming a YouTube star has only confirmed to John that there's no facet of entertainment he can't conquer. But the general feeling around him is that he needs to show more grace, spills the source. Though the success seems to have gone to his head, some say it's not entirely without reason. The actor's earned raves for everything he's done recently, from starring in the action series Jack Ryan to directing A Quiet Place, Still, his colleagues can't help but roll their eyes at the overachiever. <laughs> Quote, his colleagues are Emily Blunt, by the way. <laughs> the real John is a lot more cutthroat than the guy you see on the charming YouTube videos, adds the source. Underneath, he has an intense need to succeed. <laughs> that is brutal. This is so rude. It's really rude. Fine. <laughs> Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. Oh, my God. I'm not a like John Krasinski diehard stan, even though he is from my hometown. But I do feel like this is came, coming out of nowhere. Why aren't these photos loading for me? There was the photo of Kristen Chenoweth reading a book outside that I loved, and it won't load for me anymore. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, is it loading for you? Yes, I see it. Peace and quiet, Long Island, April 8th. God, Kristen Chenoweth is sending pictures directly to the tablets. Like, oh, she's yeah, literally like emailing every week, them. There's with no Every subject week there's line. There's a Kristen Chenoweth exclusive. Yes. <laughs> like, no subject line, no text in the body, six and just attachments. like a photo. <laughs> just six attachments. <laughs> different angles it's, I've there you never, go i've never seen more kristen chenoweth comment content in tabloids than i have recently it is and it'll say like the, the or the subject line or the body will just say no subject but the body will be like happy monday and then <laughs> <laughs> hope you're well just six photos hope you're well oh we forgot to talk about how keanu reeves is probably engaged to that woman alexander the artist because <sighs> she posted a photo with an, uh, a ring, ring on her engagement Who finger cares? whatever I mean, that's like boring kristen chenoweth is reading a book called Synchronized Breathing by Tara Ellison. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, maybe her friend wrote a book and she's pretending to read it because the book came out. The book is a few years old and it's like very strange. It has very few reviews on Amazon. <laughs> I'm like, where did she find this book? What is the story behind this you book? You know what this book probably it's is? very, very you weird. You know when you find a book in an Airbnb or like a rental uh, like a rental, and you're just like reading the book. <laughs> it just was there and you're like, I would never encounter this book, but I'm going to read it. And then that's like what you read. I think that might be it's... one of those types of books. <laughs> Yeah, it's like how last time I stayed at an Airbnb for some wedding in Idaho, and there were not many options of things to watch, but one of the DVDs was Dodgeball, and it was like, I guess we'll fucking watch Dodgeball, and it was awful, yeah. miserable experience, but we watched the whole thing anyway, because it was all we had. It was all we had. Yeah, well, sometimes you just got to like look around the room and see what see what they got. <laughs> yeah, and then all they got is Synchronized Breathing by Tara Ellison. Okay, this uh, last who is this woman? thing. Shay. Well, this last thing was like, I didn't, I guess because we've been getting so much Brie Bella information, like because she's pregnant and like her sister's pregnant. No, 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 no. I really didn't know that John Cena, her ex, was dating a new woman. Cher Shariatsade. Never heard of this woman in my who whole life. Is she? Shay Shari. There are five things to know about th th the five things to know about John Cena's date, Shay Shariatsade, was published on April 1st, 2019. So we somehow missed this over <laughs> a year ago. Year. John Cena's mystery woman is a mystery no more. Just days after the d d d just days after the WWE star was spotted holding hands with a new woman in Canada. That's so funny. <laughs> holding hands with a new woman in Canada. Yeah. Her, his date has been identified as Shay Shariatsade. Okay, let's get to the five things. Number one, she has Canadian roots. Okay. They were in Canada. Her LinkedIn profile reveals she graduated from the University of British Columbia and has worked in the Vancouver area for more than a decade. What? Okay. Number two, she's an engineer. Cool. She's working as a project manager for a security solutions company, 
Aviglion. Okay, okay. Next up. She's always enjoyed physics, she said in a company profile. Okay. Number three, she followed in her brother's footsteps. My brother studied engineering in school. Okay, great. Number four, she idolizes her mom. They're really running out of things. Her mom is her hero. And number five, she's a people person. And how do they know that? Because on her LinkedIn profile, she says in her bio, I love technology and people. I love technology and people. Me, same, same. Who doesn't? Wait, Cena, wait, when Key pressed, I don't know what Key, who Key is, but when Key pressed him for more information, Cena shared that he met Shariatzadeh at a restaurant after noticing, quote, a group of young ladies. I do not want to know the end of that story. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I just, I didn't mean to uh, pry, but I just have to, I just happened to notice you, a group of young ladies over here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you? Get out of here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm having a hard time picking which one of you young ladies would like. So would there happen to be one of you who loves both technology and people? Because that's sort of what I'm looking for. Everyone looks at Shay. Shay, he's got your number, girl. Shay, girl, check that LinkedIn. This guy's perfect for <laughs> she you. She loves technology and people. That's what we always say about Shay. They Our met in Shay. Vancouver when he was filming a movie. God, meeting Amazing. people in Canada when you're filming movies. It's a new, it's a new thing. Who else did that? Oh, I don't know. I'm just thinking. Of, I'm actually thinking of Megan and Harry. <laughs> but he wasn't filming a movie, but you get it. They met in Canada when he was like. I get it. Okay. Um, Is it Rita. time for Rita? It's always time for Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to know all about the What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? She's, I'm worried. I'm worried about Rita. No, you're not. Just saying she's not doing as much as I thought she would be doing. <laughs> I thought she would be killing it with quarantine content, but I think she's getting a little fatigued. I no, think she's I, getting a little I bored, just like got, everyone else. She got spooked. I'm telling you, she got spooked by that, by the neighbors. Oh, yeah, because she fled? Her yeah. drama. She got that little drama blip, and she got a little spooked. And she didn't, like, say a, do an apology or do anything like that. But she, And then she's like, I got to lay low. But I think she was kind of like, I'm just going to keep posting uh, uh, partially see-through, over-the-top, bright red bra pics or whatever, according to this. Right, online. so she's not going to flaunt the fact that she's, like, airbnb in this place. But she is going to take um, photos of herself in the garden. What really surprised me, although I think she put it on her Instagram story, let me check... Oh, because she's not British. Duh. Okay. I mean, because she's British. She's not American. No, she's British. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, she I was didn't like, do Mother's why, Day. Why didn't she do a Mother's Day? Because they, Mother's Day is a different day in England. So never mind. Um, but yeah, she's been doing a lot of Instagram posts. There was this headline, Rita Ora slays and partially see-through top over bright red bra, which could be any day. Like, when does she not wear partially see-through tops over bright red bras? I can't really name a day when she hasn't done this. But... She's doing more like lives and this new one was on some app I'd never heard of. So it's like, okay, it's like a live on some shopping app. What else did she do? Oh, Cinco de Mayo Spawn for her tequila brand. This is the interesting thing that she did. So she made margaritas with her Prospero tequila brand that she's the brand ambassador for, which I was like, okay, good. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 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 I think, Lindsay, I think that's it. That's she posted it? A photo of her. That's all she that she did? She posted a photo did? of herself. Yeah, that's all she did. She posted a photo of herself um, 12 hours ago, taking a walk, like taking a social distance walk. And like she's at a creek and it's just walks. 
W-A-L-K-S is the caption. W-A-L-K-S. That's it. That's all she's doing. I'm like, I'm not worried, but I'm surprised. But I think you're right. The fact that she's spooked by how the press covered her Airbnb, I think really explains a lot of this. Yeah. She's doing less. She's laying low. Yeah. But that can't last forever. I think we've got like two more weeks of laying low and then she's back. I just, I, I'm not like quite worried because of the time we're in that she's laying low, that there's not a ton of Rita stuff, but now's if, the time to if, lay low. If we go a few weeks, I might, uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, and that's it for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. It was an extremely relationship filled Who Weekly, but you know what? Some weeks are like that. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Support us on patreon.com slash whoweekly for twice weekly bonus episodes um starring the two of us you get your own special vip number as well but for those of you who don't subscribe call 619 who them and we may address your question comment or concern on a future episode have a great week we'll see you on friday with who's there and um um yeah that's it <laughs> bye bye you will yeah, yeah, they want to know to be famous.